Well, I'm glad you're back with me again today. We're continuing our study of yesterday from the book of Habakkuk in the Old Testament. It's so small. If you aren't careful, you'll miss it among those smaller prophets, those smaller message prophets of the Old Testament. We're talking about how Habakkuk learned to praise God, how he went from a discouraged, despondent man of God to a mighty man of God who ended his little book with shouts of praise. And one of the things that God showed him in chapter 3 and verse 13 was is that he was going to meet the needs of his people. As you came out to deliver your people to save your anointed one, and, and he, he discovered that God was allowing the enemy to take Judah and to bring destruction to the city. Uh, but he was out of that. He was going to reproduce something bigger and better. For God, as people woke up to their needs for him. So he starts in the pit of discouragement. He continues to see God's purpose. And then he concludes in really learning how to praise. The closing verses of Habakkuk are some of the most tremendous words I've ever read in all of the Bible. They've been amazingly encouraging to me. They have really encouraged me. And and he goes on to talk about it in verse 16 of chapter 3. He says, I heard and my heart pounded, my lips quivered at the sound. Decay crept into my bones and my legs trembled. Yet I will wait patiently for the day of calamity to come on the nation invading us. In other words, I see not only that you're going to use that enemy nation to work to bring us to you, you're going to actually judge that enemy nation too. So they will face their time of reckoning. I want you to notice that he was learning something that is the absolute secret of everything in the Christian life, that if I have God and I trust him, that's enough. I don't have to have riches. I don't have to have popularity. I have enough. God is enough. Jesus is enough if we trust him, if we put our faith in him. He is the one who can and give us joy and peace and purpose. When we learn to do this praising on a daily basis, Lord, I praise you today for who you are, and we begin to acknowledge who he is. We begin to just stand in the midst of our problems and difficulties and hurts to praise him. Notice what he says. The last three verses of the chapter are mind-boggling. He says, Though the fig tree does not bud, and there are no grapes on the vines... And though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God, my Savior. Now, that is one of the most amazing things I've ever heard. If everything is the worst, there's no fruit, there are no crops, There's no food, there are no sheep, there are no cattle, there's no meat for the table. I'm going to praise God. I've made up my mind. I've made a choice. I've determined that my life, in spite of what goes on around me, in the face of difficulties, I will praise God. I will give honor and praise and thanks to God. That's what the prophet is doing. He has learned his joy comes 
not from his situation, not from his circumstances, not from where he is, but who God is. Kemble Morgan, the Bible teacher of the past, points out that to translate this passage literally from the Hebrew would almost startle us. He's saying, I will jump for joy in the Lord. I will spin around for joy in the Lord. Habakkuk is excited. I mean, you can just sense it. You can almost sense his emotions. They seem to jump off the page as he he seems to be so excited. He has learned when all is gone, God hasn't. When your friends walk out, God hasn't. When your money is absent, God isn't. His secret is that he's rejoicing in the Lord. Paul learned this same thing, and it became one of the daily mottos of his life. He said, I will rejoice in the Lord always, always, always. He said, I've learned in whatever state I'm in to be content. Paul, in that little book of Philippians, in every chapter, talks about joy. And the joy he's talking about is not a hilarity of the world. It's not a superficial thing. It's an inner peace and joy and purpose that makes life really worth living. But you see, the focus of life has to be God or there's no joy. And when we get our focus off God and onto our problems, that's why we lose our joy. And that's why praise is so important. Praise renews our focus on God. Praise enables us to look back to the source. And he goes on to say in verse 19, the, the sovereign Lord is my strength. God's my strength. He doesn't say, I'm asking God for strength. He declares who his strength is. He does not say he gives me strength, as one might put a coin into the hand of a beggar while standing separate from the beggar, helping him. No, he doesn't say that I'm giving something. He's giving something to me. He says he is my strength. Here again, Paul, having learned this, said almost the same thing. He said in Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And one of the translations says, who infuses his strength into me. In other words, Christ is my strength. And then he says something that we wouldn't understand very well. He says, this sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. And this is particularly interesting. This kind of mountain deer that Habakkuk is talking about here was quick and nimble on his feet. And he runs among the rocks. They're slick with, and when they're wet. But on the crags and the cliffs of the mountains, he has no trouble negotiating those. He's one of the most sure-footed animals known to man. However dizzy the heights or dangerous the footing, he is sure of his footing, and he is able to make it. And that's what, that's what the prophet is saying here about as he praises God because he said, I'm like that deer. I'm sure-footed because underneath me is the rock of God. Underneath me is the rock of Christ. I can run on him. I can trust in him. And he makes me walk in the high places, he says. To tread the heights is the way others translate it. You see, you and I can walk, can walk above the low, the inferior, the base, the superficial, the vulgar, the problems, the difficulties. We can walk above the world. And it all comes 
when we learn to praise God, when we begin to praise God, when we rejoice and praise Him. I challenge you today, what is your biggest problem? Turn away from it and praise God. What is your biggest hurt? Turn away from it and praise God. What is your biggest need? Turn away from it and praise God. And you'll discover something really special. God bless you. Have a great day.